You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. You may think you've just clicked on a regular podcast, but what will be revealed oh will shock you. It will shock you. And melt your heart. Oh, at the same time. Listen longer to find out what it is. <laughs> I think that's how we need to start doing every show now. You might think that we're despicable human beings, but just wait until you see what we did. Ooh. Coming up next on this podcast. Yeah, see, there you go. Every day we can have a new teaser and we can be just like all of the things that you click on on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So this is, these are our clicks. This, this is, is how, how it's going to work. Do it. Yeah, this is how it's going to work. We're going to make a click click. Yeah, this is how you get people hooked in. Okay. You know, and then we'll post a picture of like a dog laying in a ditch or something and be like, this dog was found in terrible condition, but what they did on this podcast will change your mind. Oh, Boom. bam. Right there. Always use the dogs. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. And, of course, you can listen live to Fun Employment Radio five days a week by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe and subscribing for only six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and you get to listen to us live. And you oh get God. the shocking truths revealed to you <laughs> in Greg real time. Greg is obsessed with doing I'm this totally right now. I'm totally obsessed with it. He is. Like, oh, I can't. I had to actually stop following like certain pages on Facebook because yeah. I could not handle it anymore. Particularly this thing called uh, it was like Viral Nova or something. It was so... I had to delete. I, mean, I, c- I cannot take it, this really? anymore. No. Like, what, what would they do? Oh, it would be all those things like, you might think that this is the most despicable human being that you've ever seen, but just wait until you see what he did. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so See, annoying. I already want to click on that. And you know what else sucks about that, too, is that they use um, it from, like, a personal perspective, even though it's a group website. Like, <laughs> the person who's writing it says, like, I didn't know what I was in for when I started this, but now I can't stop crying. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, those, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, who, you're not an I. You're a website like you're pitching a story don't give it like your personal uh-huh. like oh i'm feeling this way i think this is how we should do all of our podcasts from now on yeah this is how our posts have to be so there we go this is gonna be our new thing right oh. there um no because then people won't like because that <laughs> just leads to me not wanting to read anything from ah, <laughs> damn it um yeah people are sending oregon drivers get free auto insurance with this one easy <laughs> trick i love mine is just like never diet again see what all these people are eating this weird ass ugly thing yeah what is the deal with those ones i think I we've all know. seen those then they post a picture of something absolutely disgusting or like maggots or something like that or like yeah. gross bugs never diet again just follow this easy trick my see i get a lot of like female-centric ones because of uh, me being the lady and everything. No, oh. but there are these ones. There's shocking revelations. Shocking revelations. But a lot of them are. One for... of these podcast hosts is a woman. <laughs> Find out who at the end of the show. <laughs> no, a lot of them are like for you know old lady skincare. So like it has a has a woman who's like peeling off. It looks like she's peeling off her skin, but it's like some clear face mask. It's like this woman's sixty five, but she looks twenty five. Find out her tip now. And you can click on it, and it's like all like directed for Portland women too. It's like, oh yeah. Do you click on a lot of those sites? I don't click on any of them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be advertising towards you. No, the only one that I've ever clicked on is the um, the lifts advertisements, <laughs> and so now they're everywhere because I kept posting them on your page. Yes, because you posted like 19 million of those yes. things on my page. Thank mm-hmm. you for that too. That was no awesome, problem. By the way. All right. I hope you took it into consideration. No, because I am not getting any as, lifts. As the ad says, "Life's short. You don't have to be." 
<laughs> well, thank you, Sarah. That's very no nice. That's very nice. Uh, speaking <laughs> of dieting, you uh, may need to be careful about what you're eating over there. So, of course, we are in the middle of Operation Hot Summer. Operation Hot Summer. I kind of slipped over the weekend, but I am back in full effect. I, I bought. Um, I have a new trusty. Uh, mile keeping watch for how long I, I run slash walk okay. so far this week Greg I've done eight miles wow look at you mm-hmm. you wear that thing all the time yeah wow. well I mean not all the time I can only wear it with certain shoes because it has like an insert into the shoe yeah so with my you know teal running shoes yes that's why I've stopped to looking at all like a human being during okay. the shows because I've been walking to work well that's fantastic mm-hmm. well Sarah actually showed up today and let me just I'm going I'm to pull back the curtain a little bit here and just uh, reveal this so as part of Sarah's diet thing now she is uh, buying reduced price foods I'm not buying Safeway. reduced fi- price foods for that I'm saying a, a food that I wanted to buy happened to be reduced price and I was very excited about Dude, it here's the thing though so you she bought this gigantic salad and it says a big orange sticker on it price reduced two forty nine. yeah okay it's reduced the deluxe salad. But she doesn't believe me in the fact that they're reduced for a reason. They're not reduced for a reason. They were just too many salads. No, it's not too many salads. There's something wrong with that. There's probably There's something growing in there. There's nothing wrong with the salad. They would what? not serve. They would not sell it if there was something wrong with it. I'll tell you. I bet I, bet I know what happened, though. Because if it's not expired yet, probably what happened is in one of the other salads like this one, they found something. You know, they found like an egg sack or something Are like that. Are you kidding and me? Then, and then because of that... Now they're trying to reduce price the other ones just they to get them out of there. They did find an egg sack in one of the salads and then reduce the price of the other salads. They had too many salads, so they're getting rid of one of the salads. They don't reduce prices though. They do like reduce. This. Oh my god! No, this a salad is good until April. It says like, wait, where does it say? Eat before, use before. Oh, I read that wrong. <laughs> what does it say? What is the date on it? What is the date? Am I right? Okay, tell me what it is. What today? By the way, right now, you uh, forever who whoever totally listening. Read today that wrong. is April eighth, two thousand fourteen. Sarah, what is the expiration date on that salad? Oh, Hand it over if you're not going to say it. I kind of dyslexia the numbers and switched them around. Oh, what was the expiration date? God, holy shit, dude! The expiration date was April second. This is basically a week old salad. That is why the price is reduced. I told you there's I something wrong with it. I thought it said April 20th. God damn it. What kind of a salad would last for two weeks? You just ate an expired salad. That is why it's two forty nine. Oh, my God. I did eat an expired salad. This is what I mean. That's when all the bacteria is growing in there. You're probably going to have things like... It doesn't... Like, it's all still green and, like, everything was... St- oh, God. I, there were tomatoes in there. I was eating tomatoes. Imagine what you've just ingested. No, it's probably good. It's probably some good probiotics for my for mm, my system. I don't know. Or it's going to plant into the you know sides of your stomach lining, and um, that's where it's going to grow. Whatever's going to live in oh there now. Oh, my God. That's okay, you right? You ate an entire week-old salad. No, there's a reason that they have those expiration dates on there. and I was surprised that the expiration date was for the 20th. I was like, sh- this is a super salad. Actually, they shouldn't even be selling that. I mean, a week old. They shouldn't even be selling it, but they found suckers who will see see the price reduced tag. Well, because yeah, that salad's like originally like six ninety nine or seven ninety nine. Yeah, when it was fresh and made and ready to be eaten. But it over looked... a week ago, oh, God, over I'm a week ago, someone was now. putting that together. Oh wow! I did not. Into- I was ready to shove it in your face and be like, "Oh no, the salad doesn't expire until the 20th. I've told you they don't. Just it was four oh two. Not they don't reduce the price because oh, we have so many salads. We have to sell all these salads. We've made too many. That's not how it works. They don't make too many salads. Sometimes they do. Uh, they make more salads than they're. Oh come on! 
<laughs> in the live chat, there are some pictures being posted of uh, oh, unfortunate man. things that grow in That's salads. That's what I brought for lunch, too. God damn it. <sighs> well, well not- you already ate it. You ate the entire thing. I only thing. ate, like, no, I didn't eat the entire uh, thing. I ate, like, half of it. I would say you ate more than half of it. I ate, oh, God. What? I'm, I'm going to take a look here. What is in don't, expired don't. Nothing salads. is in expired salads. It's fine. It's just leafy greens. Was there was there dressing in there? No, I, I, brought, I bought dressing. I put it in there. Okay, you bought the dressing. The dressing wasn't already in there. <laughs> no, I bought some, like, it sounded good. I bought some, like, poppy seed dressing. <laughs> What? Okay, you want some of the answers? No! Uh, no. You're not going to like it. Yeah, no, then I don't want them. Greg. Okay, I'll just give you one. Okay, so you're, if the salad is expired, you're supposed to wash your greens in a bleach water mixture and then rinse them in clean water to get rid of the worms or diseases that are possibly growing on it after it's expired. Oh my God, there are not worms on it. This is what it oh says. Oh God, stop it. Stop okay, when, stop with it. greens... Stop it. Go by, go by what they Stop look it. like and smell like. Um, they smell fine. They will. They, they smelled fine. Well, it's that's fine. because you put a bunch Everything's of salad fine. dressing on it. They will taste bitter I and make you sick. Of, uh, that is, they will give it. you. I'm just going to say what it says they'll give you. Oh, God. It'll give you diarrhea. diarrhea uh, I don't there want are diarrhea. still fresh smelling, firm, oh. and pleasing to the eye. Uh, then you might be okay. But it's be- highly suggested that you do not eat it. You do not eat the expired salad. That's just one sight. One side is saying this, but if it doesn't look bad, that's just, that means it's not it's not bad. Well, that's one little. Oh God, that's no. one thing. <laughs> now it's like mind over matter. Now my stomach's starting to feel weird. <laughs> Food past its date is it still safe to eat? Oh God, the risk of listeria. I don't even know what that is. Oh, you're gonna have listeria. What is listeria? I don't know. It sounds bad. It does sound bad. It sounds awful. Are you contagious? Maybe you shouldn't even be here right now. You're bringing in expired foods. You're contaminating, possibly contaminating the studio. I'm not letting you control my fears. That's what is being pointed out. Oh, boy. Sarah, I mean, this is I'm not going to let you control my fear, Greg. This is pretty. This is pretty bad. This is not bad. I'm kind of. I'm kind of nervous about you. Okay, no, this Ooh. is. I put them. Expired salad okay. recalled by Fresh Express. Who made this salad? I don't know. Let me take a look it's here. It's not Fresh Express. <coughs> it's fine. I'm looking at, let's see, salads, salads. Keep okay. refriger- was it refrigerated? It was refrigerated. It was refrigerated. It was refrigerated. So, Separate. see, that's fine. That makes it all fine. Everything's fine. No. It's not like there's meat in it. It was just, like, lettuce and vegetables. Did you buy reduced price salad dressing, too? No. I paid full price for the salad dressing because I wanted, um, I, I saw this good sounding uh, light poppy seed dressing which mm-hmm. sounded good well, which that, actually wasn't as good as uh, as I thought it would be that just masks the uh, you know the it bitter did taste just in, mask the, it. Oh. in the worms that are growing because you probably couldn't see the worms you were drowning them in the sauce I was <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you're not going to be able to not think about that are you okay and for the win nipples in the chat just said uh, for our for our Huffington Post kind of um, teaser. Click here to see amazing results of the expired salad diarrhea weight loss diet. <laughs> oh. It's fine. This it's woman, not like I'm eating old meat. This woman ate an expired salad. Find out what's growing in her. Click here. There's nothing growing in me. Oh, there's there probably is something. Probably something at this point. Is, is okay, stop. You're making my, my stomach feel weird. <laughs> Are you sure you wash all your greens? I didn't... I thought that they're already washed. 
Well, no, probably not. They probably just throw them all in there. So they probably weren't washed. You should you should be washing your greens. So whatever was growing in there. This had is an why I can't time, eat healthy stuff. Had an ample time, you know, to try to you know germinate. Don't and germinate. What? Stop. It probably hatched by now, you know. So it was in there. Whatever it was that you ate. I mean, did you inspect each piece of lettuce when you ate it? I highly doubt you did. Okay, let no. But this person's saying, uh, "Oh God, her name's Alabama Horse Lady." Uh, is this where you're getting more advice online? Alabama Horse Lady online says. Uh, because this person's saying this is, that they, this is a website called Alabama Horse Lady. No, no, no. She's answering the question. So someone just said, I, <laughs> I think I ate really expired lettuce. How sick am I going to be? Oh, and what does Alabama Horse Lady have to say? Alabama Horse Lady says, uh, if anything, you just might have a little, but you should be just fine. Lettuce doesn't expire. See, Alabama Horse Lady says that lettuce doesn't expire. Between <laughs> I, her and Wellness Mama, I'm like, I'm set with all of my yeah, medical got, needs. Uh, but you should be just fine. Lettuce doesn't expire. It just becomes inedible, slimy, and yucky. Trust me, you would have known. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you would have known. I don't think you would have known. Because, I mean, you just dumped all that sauce all over it. So you just ate it right away. You just ate it all up. Well, I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm sorry about what's what's going to be happening to you. You know, hopefully it will... Uh, it'll probably take a week for it to fully it will germinate. Not. And, uh, you know, the, for the spores to hatch. And the worms. Don't forget the worms. I don't know. I think what's worrying me the most is the tomatoes. Like, cause tomatoes have like insides. What if there's something on the insides? Oh, you wouldn't have seen oh, it if it was. God, I wouldn't have seen. Yeah, it Yeah, because on it would have drilled a little hole. The worm would have drilled a little hole oh, into the God, tomato. Stop it! I'm not talking about worms. It's like what if it was like rotting out from the inside? Yeah, it probably was. I mean, because that's where the worms that's, that's, grow. Stop, stop talking about worms. They eat it from the inside out, so you wouldn't have noticed that if you're just like shoving it into oh, your. Oh my God! It's like taking a bite of of apple, of an apple, and like there are worms inside it because you can't tell. Well, the, you just shoved it in. Nom, 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 gobbled it all up. Yeah, I saw you eating the tomatoes too. You were picking out the tomatoes. You came in here and you bragged about how you'd already eaten all of the carrots out of it and something else. And then you were sitting there just popping those, uh, you know, worm-infested tomatoes, eating those over and over. Man, you got to pay more attention. I just really, I can't believe I inverted the numbers. (laughs) Now are you wondering how many other times you've done that? I've warned you about the price-reduced food before. There's a reason it's reduced. There, there's nothing wrong with price-reduced food. It just means that they're feeling generous that day and they want to give you something delicious for a lower price. That is not That's why they do that. That's how big commercial chain grocery stores work. Right. They're like, oh, today I feel really good. You know what? Let's cut the price of our salads today. Let's slice the price. We don't need to make any money. They're not even making any money. They're just using that funds to go into the lawsuit that's probably going to happen for whatever the other salad was that they sold. Well, all right. Well, there we go. Well, you know what? Alabama Horse Lady says I'm going to be just fine, so I'm going to go with my instincts and trust her. All right. I think that's probably a good idea. All right. Carl's bringing up that bugs are protein. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you feeling a little itchy? I'm not feeling itchy. Do you have any red splotches on your arms? Because that'll happen. No, it doesn't. That'll be one of the first things when you eat lettuce worms is what'll happen is you'll get like little red splotches. I don't have red splotches. Usually kind of on the inside of your upper arm. And so that's where they'll show up. No, I have those because my arm was rubbing against my bag yesterday. But that was before the lettuce. Oh. Are you sweating? I'm not sweating. Okay, you're not sweating. I'm not sweating. Well, that's actually bad because usually you should be sweating. I'm not sweating. To get out the toxins. There are no toxins. I'm fine. But since you're not sweating. Will you stop it? I'm going to throw my (laughs) fucking expired salad at your head. (laughs) All right. Well, well, I'm just, I was just trying to, trying to help. That's all I'm trying to do here. Mm Mm-hmm.
This is what I get for trying to be healthy. Yeah. This is what I get for not getting my prepackaged microwavable food that no. we so classily eat every day. No, this is what you get for buying price-reduced food. That's, that's not, what you There's get. nothing wrong with price-reduced food. Well, except for the fact that it's expired and full of bugs. It's it's not full of bugs. Well, not anymore. You it ate wasn't, them. and it wasn't, exp- I might have bought it a few days ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you didn't even buy this today? You, how long ago did you buy this salad? Okay, here's the truth is coming out now. So the grocery store, you're, they weren't selling a week-old salad because they know they can't do that. How long ago did you buy this salad? Be honest. Last Tuesday. Oh, my God, dude. You bought this a week ago? Yeah, because I was going to eat it, but then I went to the coast to visit my parents, and I forgot about it, and then I saw it today, and it looked really oh. good, and it still looked like it had a lot of color, so I decided to eat it. It was price-reduced because it was expiring the next day. It would have been okay to eat then. This is now a week after that. This is a week after even the grocery store was like, eh, we'll just cut the price, and we'll find some sucker to buy it. They found you. They found you to it. buy it. But they didn't expect you to wait a week to eat this thing. Oh, wow. It was just fine. It looks fine. It tasted okay. I mean, nothing was wrong with the lettuce. It was still crispy, and the tomatoes were good, and the carrots tasted good. Sure. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. What? This salad also came with asparagus. You accidentally ate my expired salad, too. Oh, no, I did. I gave Greg these two big asparagus spears that were in it. Okay, but I didn't eat the entire asparagus spear. You ate two giant asparagus spears. I forgot about that. You ate rotten asparagus spears. It was before I realized it was price reduced. <sighs> that still, it doesn't matter because I didn't eat as much as you did. You ate that entire thing. You waited a week to eat the salad It looked fine. For $2.50? $2.49. $2.49. Don't embellish. Wow, that's going to be a really fun walk home when my... Uh, yeah, oh you're going to have a great time. Oh, You're going to have a great time. <laughs> uh, give this so... Uh, you got about another hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be... It's going to be good. All right. So what else is going on, sir? No, I don't know. I'm... Uh, <laughs> now I'm freaked out. Did you realize I was just... Uh, so I was perusing the internets today, and I saw this uh, new trailer. Actually, I just posted it on, on the Facebooks, if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, Sarah Stillen. And um, I found this. They are, re- they are releasing a brand new movie about Kurt Cobain's alleged suicide. Oh, does this have to do with the fact that they're... They think Courtney Love killed him? Yeah. Well, but, no, they, they released those other pictures, like the Seattle Police Department. No, it's not even it that. Something. No, this is what it is, is like some of the people, some of the investigators that worked on the case are actually coming forward saying the um, Seattle Police Department mishandled all of the information. So basically, it's a it's a docudrama. So it has some parts that are interviews oh. with the... Some parts that are interviews with the actual people, like the private investigators and stuff. What, and then they're going to reenact it? And then they reenact it. Oh, is this a Lifetime movie? It's not a Lifetime movie, but I totally want to watch it. So it's called uh, Soaked in Bleach. That's going to be the name of the show. Wow. And the woman that they have playing Courtney Love looks exactly like Courtney Love. But um, but what I wanted to say was the reason I saw this today, I think, is because do you know that today, April 8th, 2014, it has been 20 years exactly since Kurt Cobain died. Wow, really? 20, it's 20, 20 years today? 20 years today. He, he shot... Well, he... 
shot himself, air quotes, uh, on you, April 8th, 1994. Are you a believer in that, that Courtney Love um, did Have it? you ever seen Kurt and Courtney? I have seen Kurt and Courtney. Yeah, I'm just saying there's a lot of mysterious a lot of mysterious circumstances around it. And this one, this trailer, Greg, this trailer, Greg, Greg, this trailer. Yes. Uh, it alleges that the godmother of Francis Bean, uh, who was Courtney Love's like best friend and basically, uh, you know, like family. Yeah. Was the one who actually came forward to the police and said that she found tracings in Courtney Love's bag of some of the um, of Kurt Cobain's handwriting. And she thinks that she tra- that Courtney Love traced the suicide note. Really? Mm, okay. There so were actually there's is... scratch paper in her bag where she was practicing Kurt Cobain's handwriting. And this is what this woman came for. This forward is what the said. godmother of her child and uh-huh. yeah is saying. I I really highly doubt that. I don't know. I mean, yes, there's all the conspiracy stuff about Courtney Love. Yes, she does seem to be genuinely a bitch. Um, you know, but she's given ample ample uh, examples of that. But why would why would she kill Kurt Cobain? What's what's the what's the reasoning? Um, because she stole all of his songs and she's an evil bitch and all she wanted was fame. But she fame. could have gotten that anyway. No, she couldn't have. She was living in the shadow of Kurt Cobain. Nobody gave a shit who she was until Kurt Cobain was murdered. I mean, committed suicide. Yeah, but she would have gotten the money and all that stuff anyway because they were married, right? She didn't want the money. She's a monster. She wanted the fame. She wanted to be the grieving widow. She wanted to have all of the attention on her with Kurt Cobain, this amazing musician who she was stealing all of her songs from. And like, I mean, come on, live through this. Do you think you really think Courtney Love wrote that? Oh no, no, I know Kurt yeah. Cobain wrote most of the songs, and then uh, Billy Corgan wrote her other ones. Mm-hmm. But I still, I, I really just don't, don't see a lot. Okay, now well, Tony is saying that uh, unless he was going to divorce her, but then she still would have gotten the money and the fame. Mm-mm. She still would have got money. Maybe she not would as much become fame. irrelevant. She would be ir- the only reason that she came to relevancy and anyone knew of her band or anything was because she started stripping Kurt Cobain. Uh huh. That is the only reason. Well, it is weird that it was twenty years ago. That that does twenty that, years that makes ago. Me feel old. Um, where, yeah. Do you remember where you were? Do you remember where you were, Greg? Uh, I remember where I was. Yeah, I think it was at my girlfriend's house because she had MTV, and that's uh, that's where I saw it was on MTV. Mm-hmm. Was where it was revealed, if, if I remember correctly. Yep, I remember Kurt Loder breaking news. Mm-hmm. I think that was him. Yeah, I got to watch it. I remember I was in uh, I was in eighth grade, and I was in woodshop class. Okay, because that was something that I did. So woodshop class, and our woodshop teacher uh, would let us watch. Like they, you know, there was an old TV, and he let us watch MTV while we were working on stuff. Wow, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of a hip school. We he didn't was know, kind of the hip teacher. They didn't allow that kind of thing in my school. That seems a little bit suspicious. Well, Mom of Independence. I mean, did you guys even have TVs at that point? <laughs> well, at my parents' house, we had one, but we got four channels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, we did. We were not allowed to watch MTV at school. That was not something that would have that would have happened. But that's why I would go to my girlfriend's house, and that's where I could watch MTV. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's 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 where I remember seeing it, though. But again, I just wanted to let you know that it was uh, twenty years ago. Wow. Well, now I feel old. Wait, but really quick about the Kurt Cobain conspiracy thing. Yes. Even when I was telling you about, because I didn't tell Greg all about the movie, but I'm like, oh, the you know, there's a new Kurt Cobain, you know, Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain thing, and you even said that well, there were the, some there were some circumstances that were a little uh, odd. The one thing, the one thing I remember from Kurt and Courtney was, of course, they interview El Duce, which if you've never heard of El Duce, he the mentors. Mm. Um. They, what do they call themselves? Porn rock or something like that? Smut rock something? Anyway, uh, El Duce of the Mentors is this was this crazy, crazy dude. But he knew 
Courtney Love and he knew all of them and they go to interview him and he talks about he's like yeah buy me a beer I might do some more talking and he's sitting there with it, running around with a fly swatter it's a crazy interview yeah it's very like, bizarre things, but he's a bizarre dude and he's talking about how he knows something and he wants them to buy him some beer and he'll do some more talking and then I think it was the next day or two days after that something like it that it was pretty quickly after that uh, he was hit by a train randomly hit by a train mm. near his house which there's two different things he was crazy and also drunk, so it's possible he could have been hit by a train. I mean, just straight up, he could have just walked into a train. I could see him doing something mm-hmm. like that. Or, yes, there's the conspiracy that Courtney Love had him removed, uh, had him uh, had him knocked off. I don't genuinely think that Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. I think that he, was, he seemed severely depressed. However, it is interesting to look at all the different, you know, like any kind of conspiracy theory. It's really interesting to look at the information. That yes. comes forward about certain yes, things. Yes, you also love the Lifetime Network and everything. That it's not on the Lifetime this Network. This is like a, a legit movie. It's not a, if they're reenacting, if it's a docudrama, this does not sound like a legit movie. <laughs> who's making this movie? Um, I don't know. Let me look. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who's trying to capitalize on Kurt Cobain's fame 20 years later. This is who this person sounds like. This sounds like a good way to do it because you are going to watch that movie. You are going to buy whatever it is. Go see it. You'll buy something with it. Oh, wait, I do have a little here. I have a little bit of the trailer. Do you have the trailer? Yeah. Okay, let's hear It's panning over dark and rainy Seattle. It's going to Kurt Cobain's home. All right, I forgot this is actually like silent at the beginning. I was hired by Courtney Love to find her missing husband, Kurt Cobain. Now, this is the real, this is the real guy. So, because remember, he hadn't been seen for a few days because he had shacked up doing like smack up in the garage. So they didn't, and they were kind of estranged. Okay. Hence, maybe the divorce. Oh. Based on official case files, actual audio recordings, expert testimony. An electrician made the shocking discovery this morning. Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. He's dead. Hiring me is not like hiring an attorney. It's not to protect you. This is the private investigator that she hired again. My job is to find the truth. All kinds of red flags started popping up. She starts telling us these things that just didn't add up. Save the American icon, Tom. That's the docudrama part. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> the girl is playing Courtney Love way, looks just like Courtney Love, too. And I'm not watching this trailer. I'm hearing it just like everybody else is. That says it all right there. Yeah. That was suspicious to me. And this woman's husband had just been found dead. And there didn't seem to be any sadness whatsoever. And there was more to this than what I was being told. It's not very often that a private investigator accuses his client of committing a crime. How can a guy accuse you of killing your husband? How come you don't sue this guy? The police years later, suicide. I remain professionally disturbed by the way in which the Kurt Cobain case was mishandled. They allowed his body to be cremated within six days. They didn't send the shotgun out. How for long were they supposed to wait? Thirty days. They didn't send the shotgun out for th- fingerprinting for thirty days. We just listened to the man. Yes, I'm entirely possible that a police officer, no matter how well trained, may not notice a particular item of evidence. To rule the case the same day and to make a public pronouncement is absolutely unacceptable. So basically, in the same day, they ruled it a suicide, even before they investigated it. Peace, love, empathy. 
Is this another? I examined a practice sheet that was found in Courtney Love's backpack of different letters. It did have combinations that are found in the suicide note. Here. That already sounds. Okay, pause that for a second. I know. Just the way they together. I know, but she's actually talking. They did see him (laughs) kill Kurt. Cobain. No, but wait. Here comes the emotional. Here, here comes the one with the the godmother. The godmother's gonna gonna say it. Lawyer Rosemary Carroll, the godmother of Francis Bean, telling Tom. I think someone went through his notebook, found passages that could be cobbled together to suicide and traced them. Oh my God. Kurt asked he could have Courtney's name taken out of the will. They were in the middle of a divorce. If Kurt Cobain commits suicide, Courtney inherits it all. (gasps) (laughs) And I can deny it all the way to the bank. And actually, people will believe me if I deny it. But all publicity is good publicity to a certain degree. (gasps) How's that for us, Ben? After Kurt Cobain's death was announced in the media, this phenomenon of copycat suicides began. Kurt Cobain fans, kids. This year. I cannot think of a case in which someone inject himself with a large amount of heroin and then proceed to kill himself. It just doesn't make sense. He was the Wait forensic why pathologist would, on, why the, on would, the case. Why would that not make sense? I don't know, because if he's injecting himself with a bunch of heroin, isn't that supposed to make you feel all like, ooh, I don't want to put a shotgun in my mouth? No, I've never done, I don't know, I've never done heroin, but I would imagine, I mean, if you are distraught and wanting to kill yourself, and you're planning on shooting yourself every in the head, time, why wouldn't you shoot up one Well, we time? sound like wet behind the ears, but I mean, like, every time I've seen heroin play out via news or, you know, whatever, in, yeah. like, in like, the TV or, or, you know, in people's lives. Yeah. It seems to be a very lethargic kind of thing and not like I want to wrap my mouth around a shotgun kind of thing. I don't know. Beats me. I I don't know. All right, well, here's just a little bit more. There's only one version. That's what it says. This could be answered if the medical examiner would make public the autopsy report. That investigation should have been handled differently. Very legitimate questions have been raised. Questions deserve answers. Oh, and this is just some docudrama footage. Yeah, it's building up to it. Yeah. You wouldn't watch that? No. I honestly don't think I will. Okay. Well, I, I, I will watch it for the both of us. Mainly because of the doc, the drama part of it. Mm-hmm. The reenacting part, that's what turns me off of that whole mm-hmm. thing. That's oh. what, that removes all legitimacy from it as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I love it. Oh, you would be so into it if you got to play Kurt Cobain in the docudrama. Oh, fuck yeah. Who yeah, wouldn't be? But, exactly. But I'm not playing Kurt Cobain in the docudrama. What if, they, what if there's another docudrama that they want to make in Portland? Would you apply for the job of Kurt Cobain? Oh, it would be awesome to do that, but I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> I, I mean, there, that wouldn't work. But uh, yeah, well, of course. And that's different, though. I'll do any of that stuff if they pay me. Fuck okay. yeah. Hell yeah. But that doesn't mean I want to watch it. <laughs> and other news were old. That yes. was 20 years ago. Do you want to do a little bit of ball talk? Yes, please. All right. Got some old curmudgeons in the live chat right now, too. Well, John's What's like 73. I, I know. don't get it. I wore flannels for warmth. They aren't fashion accessories. Well, that I agree with. That always bothered me. When flannel became... Popular. Have you ever seen the movie Hype? I don't know. It's all about the grunge era and about how it went to mass. <gasps> I think I did a long time ago. Mass yeah. culture. Yeah. It's it's set, most of it's in like Portland and Seattle. Mm. 
I mean, mostly Seattle, but definitely Portland as well. And yeah, it talks about how crazy it was when flannel became like a national thing, like a fashion thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's true, you just have a lot of flannel around up here. It's timber country. Oh, God, my favorite flannel shirt was uh, one that I had a, a hood sewn onto it. So it was like a flannel shirt slash hoodie. Remember when you would do the layering, like the flannel over the hoodie? Why well, flannels that had a hoodie built into no, it? No, that's what, that's what I had, too. Like, it was my favorite one. It was orange and black and red. And then it had a gray hoodie sewn into it. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. I bet you did. I did. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I miss that era. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. That's true. Balls. That's, like, totally your era. Yeah. That's when you would have been, like, when Greg would have been his dreamiest is during the grunge era. What do you mean my dreamiest? I'm just saying Were it you works saying for you. Are you saying I'm not my your, dreamiest now? No, you're, you're at your dreamiest right now, I'm sure. But I'm saying like with the beanies and the flannels and the, you know, and the jeans and the skate shoes. That's you. Yeah, no, I, I like all that You're the epitome of 90s fashion culture. Oh, yeah. Which is why I had to help you buy, like, find your suit this weekend. Well, no, that's not true. Because you would have probably gotten just a flannel shirt and called it I good. liked the 90s. It was great. It was easy. I fit in. I knew how to dress myself. I, I was fashionable. Yeah, now it's saying, yeah, so I peaked 20 years ago. That's what you're saying? Oh, that sounds sadder. Uh, all right, yes, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. <laughs> balls. Uh, the flannel thing, though, is true, though, because, <laughs> you know, that's what everybody wore because everybody had flannel. My dad worked in the paper industry. I lived out in the country. Flannel's just what you wear. And then it became cool everywhere. And it was like, wow, cool. How I so you really dress felt like normally. A, a trendsetter in Monmouth Independence? Now everybody wants to dress like we do. This is awesome. Yay. And then it passed by. And then, But then you were still wearing it. You're like, oh, wait, now I just look like I'm holding on to a trend that's passed me by. See, that's the, that's the shitty thing. Yeah, then it became a trend. And then it's like, well, no, but this is just how I always dress. Stocking cap. I've always worn a stocking cap. He's wearing a stocking cap right now. I'm wearing a stocking cap right now. It's not because I think it's fashionable. It's because that's how I've always dressed. <sighs> Got my old man vibe going right now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's move on. Uh, talking about balls. So, we've got a few things that are happening. Of course, uh, this is largely going to be associated with the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, which just took place. Finishing last night. <gasps> oh, you were saying yesterday that we need to recheck our scores today because we had to wait until after the championship was over. I don't recall ever saying that. No, I'll, go, I'll just go ahead and check and make sure that our scores are still... Uh, no. EmploymentRadio.com. No, that's passed. We're just going to recap it and then we're going to move on. So I don't No, we should probably check because you said you couldn't definitively say it yesterday. So let's no, just go ahead and figure it out now. No, no, I don't think uh, I don't think there's much need for it. But... Uh, We'll get to the uh, actual tournament here in just a minute. There were a couple of other things that have happened. And this this next one actually happened at Michigan State, where there was an assault on Sunday. But here's what happened. So this was uh, Sunday morning at 2 a.m., so Saturday night. And uh, I believe is when this happened. Or, no, it was Sunday afternoon. Excuse me. I'm looking at two different stories. Sunday afternoon is when this happened. And what happened was there was a gentleman walking along the University of Michigan campus. And Michigan and Michigan State are very big rivals. Walking along the University of Michigan campus yelling, Go Green, Go White, which is in reference to Michigan State. Okay. Michigan State's colors are green and white. Michigan's are blue and gold. And 
the only thing you really need to know is that this is a gigantic rivalry. Big, big, big rivalry. Okay. So you generally don't want to do something like that because you're going to find somebody who's drunk and angry if you're walking around yelling, go green, go white on a Michigan State camp or a Michigan campus. Mm-hmm. So the opposing campus. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? I'm following what you're saying. Okay. So what and happened it's a is- a big rivalry. Big rivalry. So this guy was doing that and lo and behold, somebody did come out and uh, confronted him and ended up punching him in the face. <laughs> so the guy who was yelling, go green, go white, got sent to the hospital. He is okay. Um, there are charges. They're looking for the man who punched him. The bottom line is this, though, to me. Like, does he deserve to be beat up? No. no nobody deserves to be beat but up. he shouldn't be doing that. But should he have expected to get hit? You yeah. Know, I'm just thinking back to my college days. Uh, if someone was ex- on the WSU campus yelling, uh, go Huskies. Yeah. Somebody would have punched them in the face. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and I mean, whatever you... It's silly, but it's true. It's silly, but true. I mean, and the thing is, you know, whether this guy was trying to prove a point or just being, uh, you know, being instigating people, trying to rile people up, well, it worked, and he got hit for it. Um, So, yeah, did he deserve it? No. Should he have expected it? Yes. Yes, absolutely, Mm. yes. Uh, So anyway, that is one thing that went on. This was in the news today. Uh, Moving on to ball talk. Oh, let's just go to it. The winner of the NCAA men's tournament of the 65-team tournament that happened was the University of Connecticut yesterday. Now, very... UConn. UConn. UConn won the tournament. Uh, nobody really expected them to win. They were a number seven seed, I believe. And uh, they did end up winning the tournament, beating Kentucky by, um, by, I think it was six points. I watched the game, but, you know... I think it was six points is what they ended up winning by. Mm. And, uh, you know, congratulations to them. There is There are, were a couple of things with this. So, of course, we had our Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. We sure did. I actually see somebody that was from the Tournament of Champions in our live chat that we have at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Oh, really? Uh, by the name of, I don't know if you know him. Uh, his name's Rylan. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm unfamiliar with anybody named Rylan. Oh, well, Rylan seems to know you. And in the chat, he said, uh, you mean Greg lost the tournament. He also lost his friendly wager with guys and balls, too. Uh, oh, don't you even. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I lost to Rylan. Rylan and I made a bet where the loser has to read a liner that the other person writes. So, Rylan, I will be expecting your liner to be over here. I will pay up on my bet. He actually finished uh, number six. In our overall tournament out of wow. like a couple hundred people. What did you finish at? I'm just trying to find you now. I've gone through like four pages. <gasps> there you are. Greg, so he, uh, Rylan finished at six. I finished at 49. Greg Nibbler finished at a healthy 62. Well, statistically speaking, if you take a look at the chances that I took and the uh, way that the tournament went, there's a couple of things that really, it would work out to be nope, I'm if just you looking analyzed at it, the, it. The final bracket. Nope. Uh, Greg Nibbler's champion bracket. Was very disappointing. If you analyze it, though, I mean, we'll go with what the results are in here. Let's just say I'm going to file a, a, a dispute with Yahoo over running this tournament because I think there were some faulty things in there. I'll, I'll agree to go along with what they said, but we'll just leave it at that. We'll agree to disagree. I'm just looking at all the names of all the people that beat you. <laughs> the champion of our Fun Employment Radio tournament was a um, hmm. person by the name of, oh, actually, it was a double, it was a tie. For first and second, Miggy and Matt the Mormon. Oh, good like. job, you guys! They both got eighty points, and uh, they were the winners. Holy crap! They both got eighty points. Eighty points. Matt the Mormon was correct on forty-one games. 
Wow. Yeah. So I was almost about, about the same. So All right, so let's see who Greg was. So Greg came in at number 62. You were beaten by Milkshake bringing all the boys to the yard, or balls to the yard. Um, Bob Johnson's Long Haulers. <laughs> Fun um, Bracket of Insanity. We're just looking at some of these names. Um, Sarah's Amazing Bracket. I wonder who owns that. Oh, that's me. <laughs> oh, I, I just I stumbled upon that. Hmm. Uh, hoops on Hoops. Greg's Downstairs Mix-Up. Yeah, it's being and asked, more. did anybody pick UConn? I doubt anyone picked UConn. There was one thing. So there was our tournament, but then there was also that billion-dollar bracket tournament that went on mm-hmm. you know, from Warren Buffett, where if you got the correct bracket, he'd pay you a billion dollars. But the chances of winning it are like one in four quadrillion or something. So nobody got a correct yeah, bracket. Yeah, our friend's boyfriend got 16 out of 16 for like a second there, and then it went away. There's a lot of friends' boyfriends who got 16 out of 16. No. I'm just saying there's well, a lot fine. of people that, that I didn't. That. Well... I didn't either, <laughs> um, but uh, but so so nobody got uh, the completely correct bracket. But if you entered into that one, they still gave the top twenty finishers. We're going to get a hundred grand a piece. Wow! And there is one guy who ended up making it into the top twenty. He had he actually had UConn and Kentucky in the final game. He picked those two to go there, except for one thing: he forgot to pick who was going to win the game. Oh. He forgot one click. One click. And because he didn't do that, his bracket was incomplete, and so it was disqualified. One click, and he would have uh, he would have ended up getting a hundred grand. A hundred grand on the line. So I'm sure he's feeling really good about himself today. Oh man. I'm sure that guy's feeling great. Uh, so there we go. That is the that is the the tournament. Congratulations, me, man. The morning around. Send me over your thing and I'll read it. Uh, I can't wait to hear Greg's liner. We should probably play it on our show too. <sighs> probably won't have time to do it. No, oh, I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to. I don't think we'll be able to fit it in. Um, but I do have one other thing, and this actually comes over courtesy of uh, Keelan, who found this story and sent it over to me. Now this is going to be a newscast. From Fox News, with their show, Fox and Friends. Fox and Friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's one of their, okay. that's one of their shows. Sounds like a cartoon. Uh, I believe it's from Fox and Friends. Yeah, oh, it does. So this is Fox News anchor Heather Childers, who was announcing to the viewers the results of the tournament. Now, I'm going to play this for you. See if you can pick out something that may sound a little bit wrong in what she says. Okay. All right, so I'm just going to play it as it was. As it was. Well, the Yukon Huskies are the 2014 NAACP National Champs. <laughs> the Huskies once again are in basketball NCAA Champs, the Huskies celebrating as they took down the Kentucky Wildcats on the way to their second championship in four years. And here's how it all went down. I'm going to play that one more time. Please do. Well, the Yukon Huskies are the 2014 NAACP National Champs. <laughs> For the Yukon Championship, the Huskies once again are in basketball heaven. NCAA Champs, the Huskies celebrate. <laughs> oh, Wow. John Stewart is going to have a field day with that. <laughs> oh, everyone's going to. Good job, Fox News. 
the NAACP men's basketball champions. Wow. Keelan found that for you? Yeah, Keelan That's said that awesome. this morning. So there we go. We'll leave it at that. Congratulations to UConn. They are the winners of the tournament. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. And congratulations to Ryland for beating Greg. Ah. Dude, he actually did <laughs> well. He's like, yeah. Um, I mean, you know what? That's you know what's funny is that he does a sports show and he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <It was> shocking. <laughs> I mean, I know you're kind of shocked about this revelation. Yeah, I know. Well, especially okay. But dropping the facade. Yeah, I don't. I don't follow college basketball at all. So I was like, kind of going on what, what I what I read about it and just kind of made my picks. This is why though this tournament is so much fun because you never know. Like you know nothing. You know less than I do about college basketball. And I still beat you. And you still beat me. Yes, I just wanted to hear you say it. Yes. Damn it. Now, you may have beat me on this, but I beat everybody in Cornwall yesterday, so I'll just say that. No. Well, you didn't make any friends, so that's okay. Not a single person liked you yesterday. I had about a dozen people who hated me yesterday because I beat everyone in Cornwall. Everyone. See, why can't you be like that in the actual season? I didn't lose one time yesterday. I, In fact, I got better as the night progressed. You can't deny it. Greg at one point actually called himself, I swear to God, Greg called himself... I'm the Kobe of Cornhole. That is a quote. Greg said, I'm the Kobe of Cornhole. Well, yeah, because then I understood what it's like when everybody hates you because you're so good at something. Put down the coffee, Greg. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, First, what? Tony's saying, was it because you were acting like yes, a dick with each other? No, like I was dick. not. Yes, I you were. You not. had the smug little fucking smile. I, it wouldn't have mattered. I didn't talk shit. I didn't say anything to anyone. I no, only said that you Kobe were just totally smug. Okay, then how come? Why do you think your reaction rubbed every single person there the because wrong way? Because I won. No, because you were being a smug little fuck. <laughs> I was not being a smug little fuck. You were being smug. You were the definition of smug. You were Smuggy McSmuggerton. <laughs> I didn't think about the Colorado connections with the Kobe helmet and the cornhole thing. All right, that's it. I'm done. First up, got some Florida with trees news. Dateline, Portland, Oregon. Oregon. An Oregon motorist was arrested on a DUI charge this past weekend. And when he was photographed for his mugshot, he was photographed wearing the shirt that he was wearing when he was arrested, which said in giant... Caps lock letters, drunk as shit. <laughs> that is the shirt Ross McMakin was wearing when he was arrested. Yes, he's a Corvallis resident. Isn't that where you went to? That's where OSU is, right? It is where Oregon State University is. Ross McMakin, a 21 year old Corvallis resident and hopefully proud OSU student. Oh, wait, we can dig up some WSU stories. <laughs> Let's not get Pullman in, into this. Was uh, was arrested after he drove his vehicle onto the sidewalk, struck a parked car, and then assaulted his girlfriend when she tried to take the car keys away from him. Now, according to cops, uh, McMakin was behind the wheel because his girlfriend did not know how to drive a stick shift, and he was mad because she didn't know how to. So, Ms. McMakin has been charged with an assortment of crimes, including drunk driving, reckless endangerment, harassment, and uh, assault on his girlfriend. All the while wearing a drunk as shit t-shirt. Genius. Or otherwise, if you don't want that to happen, do you probably just don't walk around, you know, plan on driving and wear something like that? Probably not. Mm -mm. (gasps) Oh, just real quick. I wanted to remind you, too. I put this in the story so I didn't forget. Greg, today, April 8th, 20-year anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death. Also, free Ben and Jerry's ice cream day. Oh. Yeah. 
I am so hungry. That expired salad did not do well. Or is my stomach growling because the worms are eating it? Well, that's probably it. You're you're oh, eating for about weight. 20 right now. Oh, s- gross. Don't be gross. Until they hatch, then it'll be a little bit more. Stop it. Honestly, my stomach acid would, like, kill them, right? No, what'll happen is they'll start eating each other after a while, and then they'll just have the big ones that'll remain, and they'll start eating... Well, they'll start eating... Whatever. All right, well, if you want to not eat worms and instead eat ice cream today, you can go to your participating Ben & Jerry's and get it. They've been doing this since 1979 as a way to say thank you to their customers. So if you want to, and if your Ben & Jerry's is participating, it's going to be between noon and 8 p.m. tonight. Next up, Greg, there is a feud, a Bruin, and it's between two freaky-looking people. Oh. Yes, Greg, words are being said between the real-life Ken and the real-life Barbie. Remember these two freaks who, uh, I mean, amazing people, who have had multitudes of plastic surgery to try and look like a Ken doll and a Barbie doll? Yes. Yes. So uh, the Ken doll and Barbie doll, even though they're both striving for the same kind of Mattel look... They don't get along, Greg. Really? They don't get along. They've met? They have met. So this is not the case. They are not... I would think that they'd, they'd be all into each other. No, they are not in love. The human Ken and the human Barbie do not like each other. So uh, the human Ken, his name is Justin Jedlica. Uh, he's undergone approximately 140 surgeries to look like Ken. When it interviewed about human Barbie, her name's Valeria Lukinava... Uh, he did not have nice things to say about her. Now, let me say this. He doesn't think that she's legit. Really? As a Barbie impersonator. Yes. However, he thinks that he is the real deal when it comes to Ken impersonating. What, what is he basing his... Well, let me tell you. So, uh, Justin Jedlica, who, um, who has many wise words to say, says, We met at a photo shoot. Valeria is a cute girl, but I don't really get her. I don't know why people think she's so interesting. She has extensions. She has stage makeup. She's an illusionist. But I take pride because I've taken extensive measures to actually become Ken. And then he goes on to say, my baby is my shoulders because nobody has anything like them. I divided them so there's six pieces, front, middle, and back, just like actual anatomy. What? So remember he's working to be a plastic surgeon? Yeah. Because he's like putting all these weird new muscles and well, fake oh, muscles into so his gross. body. So he also says that he doesn't respect her because he mocks the human Barbie and compares her to a drag queen and says she doesn't actually look like a real Barbie where he's the real Ken. Has he looked at himself? He looks so freaky. It's disturbing. If you've never seen the picture, I Google this. Google the, the both of them, the Ken guy and the Barbie guy, mm. Barbie chick. They're both human Ken, human Barbie. Disturbing. They're both disturbing. Well, and speaking of this, I actually found two stories about the human Barbie. So Valeria Lukinava, um, she is actually making the news this week. Not because no, she, is she, talk, is she the one who said that she wants to figure out how not to a eat? breatharian. Yeah, she wants to be a breatharian, meaning that she will eat. Not, she will. Eat or drink nothing and would attempt to subsist on only air and light. That isn't so much working out for her. So right now she's consuming a diet of carrot juice and chutney. (laughs) So, uh, of course, she first made headlines in 2012 for a living doll appearance with large breasts, uh, waist-length blonde hair, and wide eyes. Um, So she has her own YouTube channel, which I guess focuses on transcendental thought and self-help. So... uh, She was doing an interview with GQ this past week. Why? Why is GQ interviewing her? I don't know. So she didn't um so she did an interview with GQ this week that's just coming out. And she actually is kind of a racist piece of shit. So this is she's getting a lot of really? crap for this, which is good. So in her interview with GQ, she actually says 
that she thinks that standards of beauty have changed, and I shit you not, this is a direct quote, because of race mixing. Oh, wow. So, uh, this living uh, human Barbie girl says, uh, for example, a Russian marries an Armenian. They have a kid, a cute girl, but she has her dad's nose. She goes and files it down a little, and it's all good. Ethnicities are missing are mixing now, so there's degeneration, and it didn't used to be like that. Oh, my God. Remember how many beautiful women there were in the 1950s and 60s without any surgery, and now, thanks to degeneration, we have this. I love the way I look. I have white skin. I am the Nordic type. Oh, my God. So after she goes on to say Although, that to be honest, it's it's not really that shocking that the shocking. woman who's trying to make herself look like Barbie and wants to just breathe air and not eat, uh, also throwing in racist piece of shit on top of it, it not pretty that much far works. of a stretch. Yeah, I mean, Did you also know, I'm, I'm going to get to this in a little bit, but she also claimed to be an alien, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, okay. So also after, you know, slandering, you know, mixed races, saying that they're ruining everything, uh, she then goes on to talk about her disinterest in having a family. She said that having a family is unacceptable and unacceptable to her. The idea of having a child brings out this deep revulsion in, in me. This is what she's saying. Most people have children to fulfill their own ambitions, not uh, to give the world anything. I'd rather die from torture because the worst thing in the world would be to have a family lifestyle. <laughs> no, I didn't know this, and I kind of want to watch this. So Vice, I know that you're a big fan of Vice. I am. Uh, last year, I guess, Vice made uh, a documentary on her called Space Barbie. Really? Because apparently before she started getting all these surgeries and being Barbie and like doing her transcendental shit, she actually claimed to be from Venus. She claims that she is an alien from Venus. <laughs> and in the Vice documentary, which I know that you're in Space Barbie looking up, yeah, uh, she will. also explains uh, that she uses her physical appearance to promote her spiritual ideals. So there you go. Thanks to Katie in Texas for this next one. Out of Lufkin, Texas, we go. An East Texas woman was arrested after she apparently thought police wanted to hear about her problems she was having with her marijuana. Of course, it's not legal there. <laughs> so her name's Evelyn Hamilton. Allegedly called the Lufkin Police Department to complain about a purchase of poor pot after her dealer sold her only seeds and residue for $40. She was not, she was not impressed with her dealer, so she decided to call the police to complain about it. Well, when the police showed up at her home after she filed the complaint, the 37-year-old told officers their dealer had refer- refused to return her money after she complained about the quality of her pot that she just bought from her drug dealer. Now, the police officers asked her if she still had the marijuana, and she said, oh, yes, and pulled it off of her person and showed it to them. Well, she was immediately <laughs> arrested and charged with possessions of drugs and drug paraphernalia. She later posted her bond and was released from jail. It is not known if she's going to be charged with anything. That's shocking. Mm -hmm. Wow, this story is so full of words that I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Does it take place in Colombia? No, it takes place in Yicheng City, Hubei Province. I just want to hear you. You you pronounce it however you think it should be pronounced. A middle-aged man. But you have to say every word. A middle-aged man had a skipping rope successfully removed from his bladder and urethra after he had inserted it into his penis for sexual pleasure. A jump rope into his penis. All the way into his bladder and urethra. He inserted it into there for... How do you... How? Well, because they have, like, the thin plastic jump ropes. Wouldn't the handle, though? How would you get the handle He probably cut the handle off, Greg. Probably didn't stick the handle in there. A urologist whose last name, I'm not making this up, 
whose last name is Dong, in Yichang City, Hubei Province, said the surgery was complicated because the green plastic skipping rope had knotted inside oh. of the penis, according to Sanzia Business Daily. Uh, the skipping rope was 1.1 meters long and 4.4 millimeters thick. Dr. Dong was quoted as saying that what the man had done was ridiculous because he, because he put his own life at risk by inserting a plastic jump rope into his penis. Now, the man in his 40s found it too hard to pull out the jump rope after he had inserted it into his urethra and made its way into his bladder. He turned to the doc- uh, doctors and it became painful and difficult to urinate. An x-ray showed a rope with four knots stuck inside the narrowest part of his urethra with oh. 10 centimeters dangling out of the opening. Dr. Dong said that the surgery was necessary because doctors couldn't pull it out forcefully. Doing so would have led to serious bleeding and infection, the doctor said. So, he had to have it cut out. Yeah, well, you know what? That's that's Darwin at work. Dr. That's Dong. evolution. That, that guy, if, if he can't keep from shoving something up in there like that and getting it stuck, that's his own problem. Oh, that's so gross. How does that... The more I think about this, how do you even... I don't know. I guess you have snakes around in there. It has knots? I mean, it has to be knotted before you put it in. Maybe it's like a smaller version of anal beads, but for like a different hole. Ugh. Ugh. Then finally... The search is on... For a mystery pooper. Uh oh. I know that has been terrorizing y- Ypsilantes. Just please tell me how to say it, please. What? I, how is it's it it's Y P S I L A N T I. Ypsilantis, I think. Ypsilanti, the apostrophe S. Ypsilantes. Ypsilantis. Anyway, who's been pooping on children's slides in Ypsilantis's Prospect Park for the past five to six months? Yippalanti penis penis Yippalanti police and city officials are hunting for the mystery pooper as warmer weather approaches and more and more children are going to take to the slides for summer fun. A mystery pooper. It's a mystery pooper. Now officials have discovered fecal matter on side on the slides of the park so frequently that police actually invested in installing hidden cameras to try and capture an image of the mystery slide pooper. Now the council member Pete Murdoch, who's behind the hidden cameras and who's also head of Friends of Prospect Park, who is in charge of finding the mystery pooper, describes the pooping act as weird and deliberate. He said he, he's in charge. This is his big case. Yes, he said he goes that, home at night and talks to his family. He's like, "Well, I'm working on the case. You know, we got. Yeah, we still uh, we still don't have any the, leads. But. He passed the beans, Susan. Yeah, we still don't have any leads on the mystery pooper. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm on it though. I'm mm. on it right now. You know, we we got some. We we've uh, been doing some good case work. Yeah. So he said that the mystery pooper first started about five, a little more than five months ago, and has been continuing. He's been on the case for five months. Five, almost six months. And he can't find out who's pooping on the slides at the park. Yeah. Well, the Department of Public Works uh, are supposed to be checking the slides daily to make sure that the mystery pooper hasn't come. And it turns out that he's more of a night pooper. Well, I would imagine. He only, yeah, he only seems to be using the slides for his toilet at night. 
So the chief of police has issued a statement about the mystery pooper. Wow, this is like big news in Ypsilanti. Yeah, I don't th- I'm guessing not a whole lot goes on in Ypsilantis or whatever. The chief of police said, we have a problem in Bar- uh, Prospect Park with a miscreant that does not understand the difference between a children's playground slide and a toilet. Right, Apparently. That's, that, that's his big like detective like this statement. He, has, he like, doesn't a, know the difference He's on the stand us. on like the city hall steps mm-hmm. with all of the microphones with the different mic flags in front of mm-hmm. him and he's like, we have a problem in Prospect Park with a miscreant that does not understand the difference between a children's playground slide and a toilet. Apparently this misguided individual feels the need to defecate on the slide despite the cold weather. This has been an ongoing problem at the park. Please make frequent checks in the area and record them in your daily log. Wait, what? He's asking everybody to record it to when keep they see poop logs. I th- How much can one man? I'm assuming this is a man. This is, he's a man. His name's Tony. Well, no. I'm. How much can one man? Why does it have to be a man? Don't discriminate. Okay, maybe. Maybe it's a lady. You're right. How much can one person? Maybe she had an expired salad and her insides were a little <laughs> wumbly jumbly. <laughs> well. Police do say that Friends of Prospect Park may start nightly stakeouts in the not-so-distant future. There is nothing must happen in this city. As temperatures warm up and the nights get shorter. It is encouraged for anyone who goes to Prospect Park and uses the slides, if they do see human waste, to contact police and Friends of Prospect Park every time defecation is discovered. So it can be determined if there's a pattern in regards to a pooping schedule. <laughs> so they, the police department can't even do it themselves. Like, this is too big of a case for them. They're asking for the public's help in keeping logs. You need to keep a keep a log. A log of the logs they find. I was waiting for you to do that. Yeah, it, had, it was just right there. So there you have it. Mystery poopers running rampant. I have faith in the Ypsilanist, uh, whatever it is, police department. I do, too. I trust them. I do, too. What's that man's name? The, uh, the lead Oh, the one, the oh there's so many of them, Greg. I mean, there's there's the lead poop investigator for the Friends of uh, Prospect Park. That's Pete Murdoch. Pete. Pete Murdoch. Pete's, Pete's, Pete doesn't mess around. Pete does not mess around. Yep. <laughs> Barbecues every other Sunday. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. All right, Greg, I know we have some other news to get to. We do indeed. Yes. Because uh, we got a triple shot of something. Oh, up my here, God. Yep. We have a triple shot. And I will have that for you in momentarily. Well, I'm waiting for that to come up. Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti. How is it spelled? I don't know. Like, Keelan's making fun of me. Like, yeah, that's what you should do is talk, make fun of somebody who doesn't know how to pronounce something properly. Well, yeah, that is what you should do. Although, no one in their right mind should necessarily know. <gasps> Keelan lived in Ypsilanti. Oh. Well, this is making a little bit uh, more sense. Wait. I think this might be a recurring thing. I think maybe it had happened before. Wait a minute. Dun, dun, now, dun. Keelan was my roommate, and I did previously have a roommate who I found out afterwards did poop in the backyard. And now that roommate moved out. <laughs> and while Keelan lived there... I can't say he ever did that. I don't have any proof he ever did that he ever pooped in the backyard. You don't have any proof that he did. But this I don't is have true. any proof. But you don't that have any proof that he didn't. didn't. Yeah. 
I mean, I just that's what makes this a sticky wicket. Results are inconclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, mean so it would be it would be horrible of you either way to say one hundred percent that. No, I can't prove one thing or another. <laughs> but if you add up the fact that this is apparently how the people of Ypsilanti act, I mean, this, this is seems like a, like a it's like a common thread. It seems like that's socially that's kind of the norm. It does. I mean, this has been going on for months. Like this isn't just one you know separate incident. Uh, no, I mean, it seems like this is kind of an epidemic. I mean, I wonder, I wonder how many of the mystery poopers out there. If they start tracing this back, this could be a bigger story than we thought. All right, Greg, now Keelan's saying, you just wait. Is he threatening to poop in your yard? I don't know. Is I that think a that might be a veiled poop threat. Is, that, is, that a th- is he threatening me? I think he might be. Oh, man. All right. I mean, just... I can't prove it one way or another. That's the thing. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, will file, I'll, I will put this into the case file, though. My stomach doesn't feel very well. This will f- <laughs> Why is your expired salad starting to... Stop it. All right, just get your goddamn stories. As I sit over here. good and ready. Maybe I should drink some water. Oh, you don't want to feed them. What the hell does that mean? Well, I know. I mean, I mean you're feeding it now. Okay, Because it needs it. water, too. All right. You're feeding for two. Stop saying I'm feeding for two. You're making it sound like I'm... Ew. I can't even finish that sentence. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been uh, a few days since I've been able to do this. But I have not one. I have not two. I have three Squatch short stories. It's a triple shot Squatch watch. Oh, my God. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right. First up, we have this. This is unfortunate news that did uh, come out, and it had to do with the Bigfoot that was allegedly shot and was going on tour. Oh, the touring Bigfoot with that, what's his name, Rick Dyer? Rick Dyer, mm-hmm. who claimed that he had shot did, a Bigfoot. I am so embarrassed that I know that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Rick Dyer allegedly shot a Bigfoot a couple of years ago. He had it examined. This is what he said, examined by a university in Washington, actually. And then he got the body back. He froze it, and he was taking it out on tour. However, the tour has been canceled because Rick Dyer has just announced that it was, in fact, fake. Oh. It was fake. Oh, the nerve. Oh, my God. It was, in fact, fake. So on he posted on Facebook with a very long and rambling confession, according to the story, mm-hmm. uh, that he wanted he was coming clean about everything is necessary for a new start. From this moment on, I will speak the truth. No more lies, tall tales, or wild goose chases to mess with the haters. So his whole thing was to mess with the haters. And he was messing with them because he also had a Bigfoot hoax in 2008 where he claimed that he had a Bigfoot. And then that was proven to be, of course, false. He was lying. So he was mad at the people who figured out he was lying. So that's why he lied again. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Because he's, he's trying to school the haters. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you want to school the haters? No, you want the haters to, Don't you know. talk like that, Greg. Well, no, that's I'm just saying it, he's got a good point. You know, he did get all the haters. And so he did, he has, in fact, said that it is false. So there we go. I'm just getting that out there in the news. I know it's tough news to hear, but we still maintain hope because we'll go to story number two. Story number two is this. This is very exciting, sir, because uh, we could have a big advocate in Bigfoot research coming to our community. Okay. What community? Your Bigfoot community? Well, the, the squatting community. You know, 
you're you're kind of a part of well no you're not really a part of the squash no community. i'm you i'm really accepted. not and i'm totally okay with that you, actually you wouldn't be accepted in I'm okay sorry it's just it's really not gonna be a part of it um but this is it and it has to do with mit mit is saying that they want to get into this bigfoot research thing oh wow so there's uh, a guy by the name of matt knapp and Knapp blames the setbacks on the digital age and the amount of misinformation being spread in the form of photos and videos online. This is according to the story here. Uh, that and the fact that more people seem to be trying to cash in on what they claim are legitimate Bigfoot sightings, oh, a la Rick Dyer. And he's saying to help filter out the phonies and fakes, all trying to make a quick buck on something he believes in, Knapp is asking those vested in Bigfoot research to rely on technology built out of MIT to prove that the truth is out there. So he's advocating that everybody should use the actual MIT uh, Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Lab. Oh, my God. And their technology. Okay. It's called Eulerian Video Magnification, Sarah. I'm educating you here because uh, this is important. EVM is a software that allows users to break down videos to reveal things in them that are invisible to the naked eye. Okay. So this is a technology that I think is going to be very uh, beneficial in determining the truth about Bigfoot. And finally. Wow. So you just had a story that said that Bigfoot didn't, didn't exist. And now you have well, MIT no. using their resources to find something that doesn't exist. What is, the, what is your third story? Well, the third story is actually just a callback to yesterday because we did talk about something. This is not exactly a standard Sasquatch. But we did bring up yesterday because you were talking about that uh, mountain, mountain monsters or mountain hunter mm-hmm. monsters. And they re- referenced... Oh, God. An animal that I did not know existed, but I now know and fear, the Sheep Squatch. Sheep Squatch of West Virginia. I actually uh, did a little bit of research, and I just wanted to explain to everyone what a Sheep Squatch is. So Sheep Squatch is not your general Sasquatch. It's kind of, people call it, put Squatch on it, probably shouldn't have had that, but nonetheless, that is what it is. It's one word, Sheep Squatch. And it is an animal that is sighted in Appalachia. So mostly, mostly apparently in West Virginia mm-hmm. and Southwest Virginia, and it is a woolly white beast, multi-horned. It is on all fours. It has a face similar to a bear, but the eyes are set lower. Oh my god! It's got the giant horns on it, and its its front uh, paws are more like raccoon-like, so it can grab onto things. And then it's got a tail. This that's is oddly hairless, specific for something that's never been seen, like a possum. Exactly. That means it probably does exist. Because there is so much detail. So people thing. can detail, like, it has paws like a raccoon, but a mm-hmm. face like a bear. Right, but with the eyes set lower, and then it's got horns on it, and then oh the tail God, like a possum. People are so stupid. I'm looking at this now, and it's like, and there's not only a sheep squatch, there's also a bat squatch. Uh, let's focus on one squatch at a time. Um, I was unaware of bat squatch until right now, and now I'm already obsessed with that, but let's... It's a flying sasquatch, let's, Greg. Oh, my God. It just makes sense. That just makes sense. But the Sheep Squatch has been sighted several times, mostly, like I said, in uh, apparently in Mason County, West Virginia, is one of the big, big hotbeds of Sheep Squatching. And it has been seen. They're not sure exactly what it is, but it has white, yellowy hair, and it also smells like sulfur Okay. when people encounter it. So just watch out if you're out in Appalachia. I know we have listeners out in West Virginia and Virginia. Watch out for the sheep squatch next time you're out and about. And if you get a picture, send it in here to Fun Employment Radio. Oops. That was my phone. I do think there's a squatch in these woods.
Squatch! Well, Breaking news, Aaron Duran just alerted me in the chat that oh, Greg, God. you didn't know about the Bat Squatch dude, it's hunting grounds. It's the Mount Rainier area. Okay. <gasps> Speaking of your phone, Greg. Yes. Let's talk Speaking a little bit phone. about your phone, your cell phone provider. Indeed, because mm. my provider is Metro PCS. Mm-hmm. Fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio and a fantastic service. I should have muted the phone. Um, I did not when we were talking on air, which is kind of a rule that I should have done. Um, Metro PCS. Broadcast professionals, we are. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Metro PCS is fantastic. They're yes. one of our sponsors. Um, you can go to metropcs.com slash metro and find a location near you, especially here in the Portland area. They've got locations all over the place. The deal is this. Um, the services are flat rate. Mm-hmm. It's no uh, no contract, so you just go month to month. And no extra fees. And no extra fees. So they have like the $40 plan. That's what I have. Unlimited texting, data, phone usage, 40 bucks, no hidden fees, no taxes, no anything else on top of that. It's just a flat rate. Mm-hmm. So you know every month, 40 bucks. And you don't have to sign a contract for it. Ugh. It's awesome. Like those not, and you don't get those not warned, like no warning. Oh, and you went over your text message allotment or something, and you have an extra fifty nine dollars on your yeah, account that you exactly. need to pay now. You never have to worry mm-hmm. about that because there will never be any hidden fees or anything like that attached to the bill. It's just a flat rate, so it's it's fantastic, and we really appreciate them. And um, and they have a ton of phones to pick from. So I mean, if you're if you're worried like, oh, do they only have like one or two phones? They have a ton of them. They have all these like fancy like Galaxy phones. They have like big ones and regular. Ones. This is Sarah describing phones. This is my technology talk. This is tech, tech Corner with Sarah. And they have ones with buttons and they have ones without buttons. They got some flippy phones. They got some that they're just, they're like, uh, they're bigger. And the Metro PCS uh, locations, they do have actual experts who can talk to you about the phones as well. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm not an expert. That's I'm just saying, rude. I'm saying I'm not quite sure if I trust Sarah's uh, tech talk. Uh, but Metro PCS, they are fantastic. Metro PCS. Me doing tech talk is like you doing science facts. <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> That's Dr. Science doing science facts. That's not Greg Nibbler. Okay, in the live chat, there's a million different kinds of squatches that are being brought up. I, I can't focus on this. I can't even concentrate anymore. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Also, Greg, did you know what today is? You won't even know what this is, but happy Rex Manning Day, everybody. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's Rex Manning Day. What is Rex Manning Day? You just will have to look it up if you don't know. Don't look it up right this second. Well, what is it then? Tell me. I'm just saying happy Rex Manning Day to everybody. What is Rex Manning Day? Greg, if you don't know, then you just don't deserve to know. This is going to be something that I don't care about. Is this some like True Blood, or not True Blood, uh, what's the other show you like? Twin Peaks? Is that a Twin Peaks reference? No. I'm just saying today is it. Oh, April. from Empire Records. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. No, I did like Re- Empire Records, but no, I do not remember Rex Manning Day. Today I is Rex Manning that. Day. Okay. All right. Say no more, Mon more. Oh, my God. No, I, I liked the movie. I didn't watch it enough so I can quote it <laughs> front to back. <laughs> I think I'm going to play a little Rex Manning. Okay. Um, thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. We greatly appreciate everyone tuning in. And uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at FunEmp Radio, at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X Dillon. Like us on Facebook, where we're Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget to like uh, our, fan, our other fantastic sponsor here in town, Facebook.com slash PDX Asylum. Like them as well. On yes, there. and go there. And Yes, indeed. And also, happy anniversary, John and Kathleen. Oh. Can't believe you duped her for 14 years, John. Good job. Good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> He is. He's, he's done a good job of tricking her. <laughs> uh, yes, congratulations, you two. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. We are going to sign off right now, but we will be back tomorrow 
as usual with more funemploymentradio.com. Bye, everybody. Greg usually cut me off when I'm trying to... You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.